Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mic check, one, two, one, two. We are back from the post, well, I guess you could say we're past the uh, all-star break break, but we are back. Welcome to the Ruler of the Court podcast. I am your host, Jason Jones. We talk some Sacramento Kings, we talk some hip-hop, you know, the usual stuff. You know how we, you know how we do this thing over here. So, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Um... Kings uh, coming off of a couple of losses after the break, losing two games to a better team, a better Denver Nuggets team. Um, of course, the last game had a little of uh, you know officiating. You know, you know, last two minute report was not kind to the Kings. That being said, hey, it is what it is. The Kings are still not in the play the playing race. Let me fix that. Not not they're in the race, you could say, but they're not in the top ten in the uh, in the West. Still on the outside looking in. At the time of this recording, the Kings are thirteenth in the West, three and a half behind New Orleans for that last playing spot, six behind the drama-filled Lakers. You know, so it's going to be an uphill battle for them to get in there. I think they're still headed back to the lottery to start all over again and try to figure this whole thing out, which is kind of the uh, annual uh, Kings no deal. You know, we've got to figure this thing out. But I really don't want to talk a whole lot about the Kings on the court because the Kings have had them a little, I don't say if it's drama. Had a little stuff off the court that would almost quantify as just saying a Kangs thing. And it involves your starting point guard, De'Aaron Fox, NFTs, people saying he hustled them, so on and so forth. And over at The Athletic, we got a pretty good story that details kind of what's happened with this NFT situation. Uh, the uh, the estimated what 1.5 million dollars that was raised, and De'Aaron pulling <laughs> pulling out of this deal basically to say, hey, I've got to focus on you know the Sacramento Kings and you know dedicate myself to that. But 
I just want to break down to people, you know, for those of you who don't know what happened, just kind of break this whole situation down, give you an idea of why, you know, people don't like, well, some people don't like De'Aaron Fox. And I've kind of jumped, jumped into this NFT space a little bit, you know, did a little bit during Summer League with Top Shot, a lot of players are... You know, backing this, you know, this thing. And for those of you who don't know, NFT is a non-fungible token. Basically, it's like a virtual trading card or whatever the case may be. I consider Top Shot like the virtual trading card. And if somebody grew up with trading cards as a kid, I kind of dig the whole idea of still being in that space. But... You know, there have been NFT scandals, of course, because you're talking about trading and buying and selling something that essentially doesn't exist. And so, <laughs> or that you can't possess. And, you know, what happened was last week with De'Aaron was his, um, his NFT project dissolved suddenly, basically, you know. Investors are confused, you know, what's going on. Or as we say, where I'm from, where's my money? Run me my money. Run me my coins. What's going on? You know, and and again, this happened last Wednesday. And the uh, the Swipe of the Fox NFT project pulled in roughly $1.5 million, according to our story and other reports. And it had more than 100,000 followers. You know, on its Discord channel, its scrubbed its social media. I can't lie, the shit looks shady. <laughs> it definitely looks shady. It came with a lot of promises. You know, scholarships for the University of Kentucky where Fox played a year of ball. You know, but then Fox would later come out and tweet that this project was uh, ill-timed. And that it was too much for him to handle right now. And I'll read to you what his statement was on Twitter, or at least the first part of it. I want to address an NFT project we launched recently. The project launch was ill-timed. I delegated certain aspects to the launch of the NFT in an attempt to partner with professionals. We weren't happy with the execution and demand on my time during the NBA season. The project is about a brand that will continue to grow, but I have obligations that I must fulfill to the Sacramento Kings and their loyal fan base. They deserve all of my attention. As I stated previously, I look forward to doing this again the right way and adding value to my NFT holders. I am excited to learn more from the entire NFT community as well. The project will be updated at the conclusion of the NBA season. So... There you have it. And this is such a Kings thing that happened. I go back to when um, Arco Arena became Power Balance Pavilion. And as one staffer said, not only does our team suck, we're now named after a product that doesn't work. Whatever happened to Power Balance bands? That people really wear them things? I don't remember. I know I never wore one. But you talk about off-court distractions, off-court issues. Does this qualify as a distraction for the Kings? What do you think? I, it's, it's just, I don't know what to make of it, quite honestly.
you know, but, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of just another, I don't want to call it a black eye, cause I, mean, I don't know what to call it, because I'm, like I said, I'm still kind of learning this whole space out, but it's another unnecessary thing that happened with De'Aaron, you know, because not to say that he's had a bunch of, you know, off-court issues, but it's just, the season, his numbers are down this season, this all-star leap people were predicting isn't wasn't close to happening. The team is what probably worse than it was, you know, previously. And now you got people calling him basically saying he ripped them off. And reportedly, you know, you know, as our our story in the athletic points out, people want to know are they getting their money back? And it doesn't look like they're gonna get your money back. But uh, par- uh, le- reportedly, apparently, he's offered to give people a autographed jersey, which is valued about a hundred bucks. And based on how things have gone this season, I don't know if people really want to hear Fox jersey right now, autographed or not. This is just a, like I said, a, the type of things that happen in an organization when the shit is bad for so long. It's like. If I was going to pick a team where something like this would happen, it'd probably be the Kings. Why? Because things like this always happen to the Kings. So something random and weird. And this all this all comes about, you know, this all comes about as, you know, as Michael Malone rolls through town, gets win number 300, you know, post-game. You know, Jokic, you know, gives Coach Malone the game ball and says it was even more important because he beat the Kings who fired him for his 300th win. I mean, this is maybe it's been over seven. We're going. It's been over seven years. It'll be eight years in December since the Kings fired Malone. And it's the if you're like a NBA like jokester comedian. The Kings firing Malone continues to be the gift that keeps on giving. Not to mention that DeMarcus Cousins is now playing for Denver and playing well. Mind, might I add, had a very impressive game last night. And Kings still can't do shit. So <laughs> this is just such a Kings story. Just, whoo, I mean, yeah, you know. There's, there's always been these concerns with De'Aaron as far as how focused he is on the game of basketball. Would he rather be playing video games sometime? You know, I think the questions about that and the leadership have been brought to the forefront even more this season. Just because of the the, the dip in his play, the fact that the very popular Tyrese Halliburton was traded to get De'Aaron some help. And... You know, and I you know, of course, now Tyrese is flourishing away from De'Aaron, but that was never going to happen. I don't think that was going to happen with those two playing together. And additionally, with De'Aaron being on a max contract, he was going to be much harder to move than Tyrese was. So it's a, this is just um, going to be a season I believe De'Aaron's going to want to forget, just throw away, and can you fast forward to next season just because this is just not going the way anyone. I mean, anyone in the Kings would have hoped, realistically. Was this team ever a playoff team? No. But I think people expected more of De'Aaron, and they haven't gotten that. And that's going to be probably the, the, that's going to be the talking point of the offseason. You know, what do you do with De'Aaron? How do you get him to be the guy that averaged 27 points, 
you know, last season or whatever it was, you know, way more than he's averaging right now. <laughs> you know, just where do you, how do you get that guy back? And meanwhile, Tyrese Halliburton will continue to probably play well, do good things, and excel in Indiana at some point when they turn the team over to him. Does Tyrese become a superstar? I still don't know about that. But this De'Aaron story, it's one of the weirder things I've ever seen. And if you want a good breakdown of it, again, at the Over the Athletic, we have a pretty good breakdown of what all this stuff means. Is this illegal to do? Can you do it, as they say, pull the rug? You know, is this illegal? All type of stuff to kind of ponder in this space. Very, no, I said very, very wild times with your Sacramento Kings. Well, if you if you still claim the Sacramento Kings, should I say, you may not claim them right now the way they're playing. <laughs> you know, after a couple of wins since the trade, they've kind of, they've reverted back to being the Kings we all know. And some of you love, actually. So, that's where we are with the Kings. It's a, I don't want to say it's a fun time, but clearly you're not having fun with this. But, it is what it is. Michael Malone's doing well. Like I said, Tyrese is putting up good stats in Indiana. And meanwhile, the Kings are headed toward the lottery and... Maybe they get that superstar to go with De'Aaron and Demonis Sabonis, and that becomes their three-headed monster at some point. But before I continue on, I'm going to take a break here and give you a message from our good friends over at DraftKings. Just to let you know, know what, know what up, Poop fans? The latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. I think that's Dominique Wilkins, Vince Carter ter- territory. <laughs> New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So here's what you got to do. Here's the call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code TBPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. 
Now, back to the show. Okay, folks, we're back, and like I said, not a whole lot of King stuff I really wanted to get into. Like I said, this has just not been, this, this De'Aaron Fox thing is like I said, one of the weirder things I've seen. If you're someone who's kind of got wrapped up in this thing with him, I'd love to hear from you. Because I just want to know what, what it feels like and does an autographed jersey suffice? You know, do you, as you wait for this thing to start up again, do you feel like you've been bamboozled, hoodwinked, led astray, run amok, all those things? Let me know. I'm just curious because, hey, this is um, a new world we're in. And from what I've read and saw, fans aren't happy right now. So we're going to go ahead. But you know what? We're not going to talk about De'Aaron Fox anymore. We're going to get out of here talking about some good hip-hop music. And I'm going to go out and say we've got the the first candidate, to me the first legit candidate for album of the year. That album is by the by Conway the Machine. His new album dropped last week. Uh, God don't make mistakes, and quite honestly, Conway don't make mistakes when he drops an album. He comes with heat, and you know, and just if you could get a chance, this album here uh, is a is what I call a no skip album, and y'all know what that means. That means every every song on here is hitting, and I'm gonna give you a couple of highlights to, to, to uh, peep on this thing. Uh, the the first track, Lock Low, you got Beanie Siegel on there. You definitely got to check that out. Then the next one, Tear Gas. He got Rick Ross and Lil Wayne on the track with, with Conway. And Rick Ross and Lil Wayne is one of those duos and they get together on a song. They don't miss. They don't miss. And you throw Conway in. And, and Lil Wayne, he, he spent a lot of 2021 just obliterating people on these features picks up right where he left off on this feature here. Wayne really elevates himself when he gets on with these, you know, these high caliber MCs and it's almost like Wayne says, I have to remind you all who I was, <laughs> who I am, who I was, what I've done. And he does it on this song. You know, I thought it was a great song and I could keep going on and on. I mean, one of my favorite uh, tracks on here is actually, um, Chanel Pearls. It's a song where uh, you got Conway uh, with Jill Scott. And I love Jill Scott as a singer, but Jill Scott is on here rapping a little bit, y'all. If you haven't heard it, you got to check this out. And it's wonderful. I love it. I thought Jill did, did the damn thing on here. So if you're a Jill Scott fan, you have to check that song out. A couple of other... Uh, Oops, I didn't mean to play it for y'all. A, a couple of other ones you need to check out. You got the John Wolf. Oh, see, look, look what I'm doing, y'all. My bad. I don't, I don't know if I'm clear to play it, but you got the John Wolf flick. That's got, you know, he got Benny the Butcher and uh, West Side Gun on there. Got the Griselda family joining him on the on that song. I said, a lot of good music on here. Got a T.I. feature. You know, it's a lot of good stuff. I said, this is your candidate can entry number one into the album of the year battle so i said this is a quick episode just wanted to jump back in you know post all-star break had a lot yo 
had a lot going on, but this NFT thing was something I just want to kind of talk with y'all about, see what you thought about it. Also had to share the love of Conway the Machine coming out there, giving us, you know, blessing us with good music. Uh, definitely, my hip hop fans, check that out. And also check me out at theathletic.com. Got a lot of good uh, culture content going on. Not so much Kings content, but who wants to talk about the Kings right now? I'm sure you all don't. Uh, got some of that going on. And also follow me on on Twitter. That'd be at Mr. Underscore Jason Jones. At Instagram, at Mr. Jones LBC. Again, the, like I said, theathletic.com. Uh, shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network. Shout out to DraftKings. Shout out to everyone who's holding it together for this King season as it heads toward the infamous record for most seasons. Missing the playoffs, the Kings are inching toward that that uh, dubious distinction with every loss. So if you're still holding on, I salute you because you're a better man than me probably for, or woman for doing that. So again, I am Jason Jones. This is the Rule of the Court podcast, a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. You all be safe out there. Take it easy. I'm out.